Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. up folks quick recap last week we learned about some shit this week we're gonna learn about some more stuff so thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) and now part two we're going into whiskey number six oh fucking yeah okay i am lit lit (laughs) cheers Spoiler warning, Diana still doesn't have a palate. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I know what this smells like. You know what this smells like? Hmm. Do you know what this smells like? Hmm. Whiskey. But um Fuck all the way off. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like this one. Oh, no. Wait. I'm not a fan. I didn't like that one. That one felt very, like, sour. And I'm not a big sour fan. I like a kick, but I don't like the sour. Also, I look forward to a time where we are advanced enough in our adventure through space and time where we have all the same glass because there's an aspect of this where I think that I'm being cheated by trying this out of a shot glass. Yeah. But I don't think that trying this out of a lowball glass or a Glencairn would make this taste any better. So I'm stuck between two. I either think it's a still Austin because I can take it down or it's the spiral one, the spiral, the the oak one. I'm leaning more towards the oak because of your reaction, because we definitely hated it. But we also loved it at the first one. But we've also had several other whiskeys before, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So I'm I'm not going to say what, what it is yet, because I can't I, – I think I'm going to have to try the other ones to be able to pinpoint this sure. one down. But um, – Do you have a score for this it? This one to me was, I think, a solid – I want to say maybe a 6.9 – I gave it a fucking five. Okay. Well. And not like in the context of like all liquor. I mean like in the context of this lineup, like it just wasn't. To me, whatever number six ends up being, because it would be a let's put in a cocktail because I don't necessarily like all of the flavors that are incorporated in this whiskey. Gotcha. It's always interesting to me like how we rank them because we're looking at the bottle and we know what it is versus the blind flight. It's always interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So I gave it a five. You gave it a 6.9, which means we are talking about El Diablo Blanco. Let's talk about the white devil himself, Ian. God, he's gone. First of all, let's give a round of applause for the fact that he's fucking gone. I am so happy. 
Because he fucking annoyed the shit out of me. He did. He annoyed the fucking living shit out of me. His cardigans, his His ties. His cardigans, his tie, his behavior, the whiteness, the male, the machismo in all of this. Mm. It was all just wrapped up in a nice tiny bow, which some will say that I'm really blunt and rude for saying. But I don't give shits because it's true. He's a, he was a fucking dick. Fucking white devil. Did you think that there was like a need or not moment for him? You know, I feel like this season he was real bland. I feel like his white devilness came out more during season one. Oh, he became real white this season. Yeah, real season bland. two he was just kind of like Wonder Bread. Yeah, real white. Just yeah. soaked up everything else that was going on yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, around him and didn't give it any flavor. Yeah, like could have been a sourdough, but you're just white. I mean, it wasn't a sourdough because it wasn't even they tried that flavorful. To make him that. I feel like they tried. <laughs> I feel like they tried to make him that, like that they were like building him up all of season one to be this like complex character. But he really wasn't. Oh, but he, he just was felt so two dimensional. There was nothing to him. No, not at all. There was basically the like I'm the muscle dude, and that's what they used him for. And I'm now Barbara's dick. So oh that's man, it. he fucked Barbara and lost all sense of self. <laughs> That Roman's that they settled down in the Airbnb. They and then Ian was like, "I'm just gonna chase pussy the rest of the time." <laughs> and Barb was like, "You're right." Not unlike a lot of men these days. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. The power of the pee. Power of the pee. <laughs> so. Did you have a moment where you really like liked him this season? I mean, not that I'll ever say that you liked Ian. Was no. there any moment where you disliked him less than the others? I think he was all just meh. Just meh. meh. Yeah. I, I, I want to say I, there was not one, one episode this season where I was like, wow, Ian really did that shit. No. He was just kind of like fading into the background for me. I feel like he had some moments during the Romans, but With only- With the gladiator shit? But only because he was getting all of the stereotypical Roman bits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which doesn't necessarily, honestly, he shouldn't really get points for that because what are they going to do? Make the doctor be the gladiator? Make the doctor <laughs> row the boat? No, that's not happening. He's 8 million. Kidding me? Yeah. yeah he's, like, he's like a 90-year-old man. No How way. are you going to make him the galley slave? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no. But... But it will also throw in there is that he wasn't as problematic as the first season. Definitely not. Uh, Barbara was more problematic. Oh, wow. Yeah. The war general was definitely Helmet head herself was definitely more problematic. So you don't necessarily have like a top or bottom for him. I don't. But do you have a like score? I mean, I think he was just middle of the road. I'm going to give him a solid five. A five? He was just kind of there. Yeah, I'm feeling like a six just mm-hmm. because um, I'm going to give him a couple more points for having learned to shut the fuck up. and Which a lot more men should just learn how to do. Yeah, just the lack of, of- Gentlemen, take notes. Right. Like, yeah, the lack of like trying to invade the space Take where- notes from a rude ass lady. I can't, I literally cannot with you. How much can't can a white girl, can't a white girl, can't, even. I'm going to give him a six because he learned to just shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. The number of times, like, take it from me, the number of times I have progressed in life because I learned to shut up and just listen. 
mm-hmm. is powerful. Like I know I I, I mm-hmm. like talking. I literally run a podcast. I like talking. Yeah. But my biggest moments of growth are when I just sat and listened. And not that Ian listened, I think at all, but he shut up. Mm-hmm. So he gets half a point for shutting up because okay. I still don't think he listened. No, he was just pussy whipped. Right. He just wanted the pee. Mm-hmm. You gave him a five. I gave him a six. Your top for Ian was the chase mm-hmm. at a 7.5. And that's because we were saying GTFO. Mm-hmm. 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 Your worst mm-hmm. was the crusade at a four yeah, because the fucking, crusade was shit. He was a fucking ass. My best was the Romans and the chase at an eight. My worst was the crusade at a three. So we're pretty much exactly kind of where we thought yeah. we were. Yeah. Um, so your average was a 5.4. You gave him a five. Pretty much the same ballpark. Pretty much, yeah. My average was a six. <laughs> I gave him a fucking six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're right spot on point on, with Ian. Spot on. We're spot right on, on with fucking Ian. Fucking Diablo Blanco himself. And he's gone. He's in London. We've said goodbye. We left him on the bus not knowing how much money the bus fare was. Whatever. He, he's good. Bye, boy, bye. Fend for yourself. So now. Jesus Christ. Okay. Six. Seven. Seven. Cheers. Mm. Oh, wow. It's a pretty color. I like this color. I will say we're trying these out of our beautiful yellow rose glasses. Shout out yellow rose. Woo woo. <sighs> okay, this one's going to be difficult. <sighs> My initial gut response was spiral. Yeah. Spiral. Because, because I just edited it, and I know that my initial response to Spiral with it was that it was really good, and then it devolved into really bad. And by that I mean like between an eight and a six. And even with just drinking this first sip, I can't decide if it's an eight or a six. I literally gave it a five. Wow. <laughs> five. Yeah, five for this. By Texas Republic. Well, the one that I think is Texas Republic. Because I immediately went like, I don't know if this is a six or an eight, I'll give it a seven. But Fair. I'm also not super surprised at your five because it is a like, I would love to say it's a complex flavor and like experience, but I don't know if it's complex in a way that I'm super into. I, I really think it's a spiral. I think it is too. All right, moving on. So that brings us to Madame Vicky. Hi, the queen. Neat or not? What are your neatest moments? Fucking what are your notest moments? The whole fucking season was neat. Oh yeah, she was just Vicky badass. came out in full force. Yeah. Hashtag justice for Susan. Yeah. Because Vicky came out in full force. Y'all fucked up with Carolyn Ford. And that's all I have to say because I've literally been, uh, what is it? We have uh, been spouting Vicky's virtues all season. Yes, exactly. I was like, what is that? What is that uh, phrase? <laughs> Do you have a moment that like stands out for you for her? Not necessarily. I think that she, in ev- in every episode she has standout moments. Mm-hmm. I think that she is the one that brings in the logic, the one that brings in the, the spunk. Um, also just like that, like – tit for tat type of comedy with the doctor yeah um 
I don't necessarily think I have one single episode where I felt that she was standoutish because I honestly loved her the whole time. You know, I kind of agree, except, no, 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 I do. I do. I have an episode for her. In the Space Museum, she was a badass bitch Mm -hmm. because she said, why are y'all all thinking about revolution? Let's fucking do it. Mm-hmm. It was the first moment where we had a a, a a female identifying character that didn't just say, I'm going to do the shit and fuck all y'all, Barbara. Mm-hmm. She said, what do you want? How you feeling? What's the social climate? What happens if we do this? What happens if we don't do this? What are the parameters of the situation I'm in? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the situation? Okay, let's gotcha. fucking do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do what you need to do to get where you want exactly. instead of let me put my social pressures on you to be who I think you should be. Mm. And I thought that was really powerful for the time period, for what we had seen in comparison to Barbara, mm-hmm. what we've seen in comparison to all of the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had all of these characters either saying, you need to conform to the time we're from. Or you have the doctor wishy-washying his way around don't change history one single minute. Mm-hmm. And Vicky's like, fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. This is what you want. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be a mannequin. Fair. Let's do it. So Vicky's badass bitch for me. Um, I really enjoy everything about her. I love her costuming. I think it's really fun. As ridiculous as some of her outfits are, I'm still here for it. Um, I love that she is a... A, a human on this planet that loves to name random ass shit. Uh, I empathize with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name shit if I have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to my phone like it's a person because one day it the robots be. are going to kill us all in our sleep. And I apologize to Siri so she's not going to kill me. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were going to give a score to Vicky, I'm gonna give her a nine. Ah, same. I fucking loved her. Same. She's a baddie. I love this bitch. She's a fucking baddie. I'm loved so her. into Vicky. I loved her and her caucasity. And her, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't escape that. She Everybody has, is trapped in their caucasity. I look forward great. to seeing what we're gonna see through season two with her because. Mm-hmm. Season uh, three. I look forward to seeing what we're gonna see through season three with her. <laughs> Uh, because she's been so much fun through season two. And now that we've like, now she's the established companion. Yeah. We got rid of Barbara and Ian. We said, bye, bitch. Now who we got? What's up with this 16 year old? new dude. 14 year old? The dude with the fucking And now we a got a panda. Date? Oh, don't make fun of hi-fi. I like hi-fi. <sighs> hi-fi. 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 Um, so let's talk about Steven. We've only had him for two episodes. So he's kind of the like balance of Susan. We had Susan for two episodes at the beginning. We have Stevens for two episodes at the end. Um, I already have a a glimpse of like what maybe you feel about him since Mm -hmm. you've already said you hate him. (laughs) How do you feel about him? I dislike him at this point. Why? Um, I think he was very patriarchal with uh, Vicky, the first episode that they were together in. Um. I just felt like, like, you just got here and she's been here, so shut the yes. fuck up. And uh, just take her for what she says is real yeah. because she obviously has been here longer than you have. Also, she's, I suspect, more from the future than he is. So, like, take a mm. stadium of seats and listen. I don't 
I don't know if that's true. But it definitely reads it like, reads like she's yeah. more experienced because she's educating him on all these things. I think in that first episode where they're together, yeah, he's like, "Well, what, 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 what?" And she's like, "Shh, shh, shh, listen, you broke bitch." Just yeah. like shh, it's quiet hours, you know. It's shh. So I feel like perhaps um, she may be more in the future than he is. Yeah, they've definitely in the in the episodes that we've gotten from them, they've definitely given her more context for being in the future. Mm-hmm. But she is from the a further future. He's from the twenty third century, so the twenty four hundreds. She's from the twenty fifth, the twenty six hundreds. Gotcha. So both of them are supposed to be future elements. She's substantially forward 200 mm-hmm. years is is a lot when you mm-hmm. look at like 1800s to 2000s yeah. that kind of thing yeah i i'm conflicted honestly about steven because i like the actor i think he does a good job with the character mm-hmm. and as much as i dislike steven necessarily and like how he's coming across in these episodes mm-hmm. i think Peter does a really good job at Steven. Um, so I just want to give like super shout out to to Peter because to do a character like this where at this point he reads as true to the time period as he does, I fully believe that this is a character made out of the 60s is really incredible. It's it, it to be out of time but also a part of time is is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. as from a historian's point of view mm-hmm. which isn't to say i want to be around steven yeah <laughs> he would be annoying i'd punch him in the nose mm-hmm. i look forward to the day where vicky punches him in the nose mm-hmm. because you know it's going to happen yeah it almost happened in the time meddler yeah. that was a whole episode a whole series of vicky and susan i mean jesus christ hashtag susan Justice for Susan. Susan. (laughs) Of Vicky and Steven going, Steven telling Vicky about the time of day and Vicky going, would you shut the fuck up? I have a watch. Mm -hmm. So do you have, so we only had two episodes of Steven. Do you have any positive? No. He gets a five so far. He's middle of the road. I don't hate him quite yet, but I am on the verge of hating him a lot. I mean, a five is pretty incredible because... Your best was the five on the chase, which was his introduction episode, because I fooled you and I said in the during the chase, I said, if Steven were to be a companion, hypothetically, what score would you give him? And you gave him a five. Then we went to the time meddler, you gave him a two. So your average is 3.5, but you're giving him a five. Which I mean, I, I feel he's, he's middle of the road, you know? Like, which I feel comes from maybe the fact that we've only had two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's – I hope that maybe it means that you see potential for growth. We shall see. I, I, I saw it for Diablo Blanco, so yeah. maybe. You know. Maybe Diablo Blanco Jr. will have a, a similar uh, pattern. Look, honestly, I'm just going to be glad that I have somebody else to intro as El Diablo Blanco. I'm going to call him Junior. Junior. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that I can say it in Spanish? Junior. Junior. Just junior? junior? Okay. Junior. We're going to call him Junior. <laughs> junior. Everybody will know. Junior. 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 <laughs> I, my average, what do I, uh, 
he's unexciting for me so far because he hasn't really done much. Yeah. He's really just been commentary through the whole thing. He hasn't really Fair. been an active portion of the show. Um, so considering that, I'll give him a 5.5. Mm-hmm. Because without action, I can't like necessarily negatively score him. And I have some hope for him. And I love Peter. Because honestly, because he did a real fucking bang up job as that hick Alabaman. Um, I thought he was fucking funny. I'll watch that episode all day, every day. I love it. So he gets that half a point for also playing that and bringing that into season two. I'll watch it any day of the week. Oh, he was the hick Alabama from, yeah. from the New York episode? From the top of the skyscraper. Yeah, the oh, top of the what? Empire State Building. Oh, I totally missed that. Where he's like, oh my God, you're from Hollywood. Oh, totally missed that. I loved, I loved it every totally time. I watch that. it every time. He's so fucking funny. Totally went above me. I mean, it didn't because I talked about it, but we'll pretend like I didn't didn't (laughs) drink that much whiskey that episode. Yeah. So I'm giving him a 5.5, even though definitely gave him a 6 for both the time Medler and the Chase, which, you know, coming right off an episode is fine. Mm -hmm. Being a little bit drunk, it's fine. We'll give him a 5.5 as opposed to a 6. You gave him a 5. We're kind of on the same page about Steven Mm -hmm. for very different reasons. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be a very fun discussion in the future. Okay. Interesting. Just because if he's filling the Ian role, we've had differing opinions about Ian. Mm -hmm. So he should be um, interesting as we go forward. Um, Before we get into the two categories that often have been contentious. Mm -hmm. Let's do number eight. Drink number eight. God. Chin chin. So it looks like a whiskey. Boiled chicken. It's. God damn it. It smells like a whiskey. It could be boiled chicken. God damn. I'm trying to see. You have a better palate than me, and so I'm trying to look at your list and see if you've already listed one as boiled chicken. Because I remember I was talking about it, but, you know. Well, no, no. This is the first. Because the other one was the Texas Republic. When I talked about boiled chicken, I said that it burned I was my eyeballs. okay with the boiled chicken. As Which one the was the one that burned my eye? There was one that when I breathed into it, the fumes that came off the whiskey. It might be the spinal. Made the my eyeballs burn. And I think that was the spiral. Spinal. Spiral. Yes. <laughs> it's like a spinal tap. So, because that's the only one that's ever done that, we're going to pretend like I have a palette for like four minutes, okay. and I'm going to say it's the spiral, okay. but I'm not going to hold myself to that because um, I can't taste coffee when it's in whiskey, so who, what the fuck do I know? You know what? We'll see. It's not my favorite. No. I give it 6.5. Okay. I gave it a six, so. Sure. Did you have a guess? Uh, yeah. Rebecca Creek. Oh, you think it's like full on yeah, boiled I, chicken? I think it's boiled chicken. Did you have a guess for the last one? Spinal. The the spiral. You thought one. it was spiral whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't ever tell me about the names. Just give me the bottles and I can give you the characteristic. Just yeah. like street names. I can never give you the address. I can give you landmarks. I don't <laughs> I don't know shit. You know what I can tell you about Ha! Um, about the socioeconomic politics of the Ptolemaic period as they engage with the Roman Empire. Cool. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> There's where I'm useful. 
I'm useful somewhere. Trivia! Another trivia Except night. Except when we actually go to trivia night where I'm like bored. We actually got sense. some right though, so I didn't get shit right. So, so you gave... <laughs> you think it's a spiral at a 6.5? No, I said it's Rebecca nope, Creek. Nope, you said it's Rebecca Creek at a 6. <laughs> I said it was a spiral at a 6.5, even though what the fuck do I know? Who knows? We'll see. And let's talk about baddies. Mm-hmm. Do you have any baddies that stand out to you? I think the Daleks have to go to this one. Sure. Just because they're the um, reoccurring galactical baddies. Anything Um, else? mm, Let me look at the... Let me look at the the set list. I mean, I'll always love a Dalek. The Daleks are stupid. The Daleks are fun. The Daleks are scary. The Daleks are silly. They really just get so many adjectives that I can't run away from them. I I feel like it's the Dalek... And the museum, space museum colonizers. Ooh, the colonizers. Yes. Because I feel like they're one and the same, right? The Daleks are technically the colonizers. Well, they try sure. to be. Yeah, at this point, that's really, yeah, that's that's definitely what we're seeing with them. Is the that intergalactical colonizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you know, what we have in this season, especially is the Daleks. This was the season where they came to Earth. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to carve out Earth and we're going to turn it into a spaceship and mm-hmm. we're going to fly out with it. As little sense as that makes, that's still they what their plan was, sense. and they were going to enslave Earth to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, it, it's never going to escape me that season two was the episode of the Planet of Giants, mm-hmm. and our arguably two and a half hours that the- Audience, oh, that was season two? Yeah, that the audience will never hear because it is borderline incoherent unless you're one of us because we've known each other for so long. <sighs> the argument of the scientist versus the uh, capitalist that lasted so long. And actually, I have another- um, I don't want to hear it. Added tiff. No, I don't want to hear to it. To include. No, I really don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't think you understand. When I was editing that episode, there it took me so long to edit it because I would get so heated from listening to it that I had to take my headphones off and go- <sighs> <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only addition that I will say is this. He had the power to say no. And I say that because I just watched another show- where the per- this person created an application that was essentially the n- modern green book that was supposed to designate safe spe- safe spaces for black people. And the tech company that wanted to buy it wanted to elaborate the scheme and include other people. Mm-hmm. And one of the examples was if these all right people got kicked off of these social media platforms, they could always go to this one and feel safe to say the racist shit in the platform. Mm-hmm. And the creator of the app said, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sell this to you. I'm going to go. That's wonderful. So that is why I, an additional fuck you to the scientist. I will still <laughs> argue that the scientist didn't, not that the scientist is a, reiterate, <laughs> the scientist is not a good guy. Listen to the episode of but, Planet of the Giants. But... <laughs> There was a man being murdered in front of him, and that's when the scientist went, oh, fuck. 
some shit's going down. He didn't know before then. And he covered and, it up. And then he covered it up and turned into a bad guy, which is why I gave it a 10 on the same <laughs> level as your goddamn capitalist. But I still think the capitalist is the worst dude. Anyway, we're moving on. We both gave him 10s. We're not getting back into it. I will not give this that space. Because it's one of the rare instances where I just think that like we come from two different perspectives yeah. and that there are so many ways to be bad in this world. Mm-hmm. And that it's a really great example of why we really need to listen to each other. I mean, I might be a villain in some cases too. You're beautiful. I love you. You're not a villain. No, I'm not. You're serious. probably a villain it, it, yeah. in some way. I am yeah. too. Like I'm yeah, abs- absolutely. And it's and it's that whole thing, it, it really does depend on perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was a really amazing, like, growing opportunity for me to listen to your pr- – because I remember just being flabbergasted that it – that you even come to this table <laughs> saying anything other than the capitalist. Yeah. And then – Because I hate capitalism. <laughs> because, like, let's be real. Like, come on. But, like, coming to the table, I was shocked. And then listening to it again during the editing – I was still shocked and I still disagreed necessarily with like who took number one, but I heard what you were saying and it definitely made me change my perspective a little bit and made me take a harder critique at my own, the world that I've come up from because like definitely my whole perspective was based on defending my own my own platform and what I stand for on this earth. And that that's not necessarily always correct. It's just what I've been trained in. And, and so that's one of the most important episodes for me Mm -hmm. is for both of us to be a hard 10, but two very different people Mm -hmm. and for Mm -hmm. two very different reasons. And that you listen to it. And if you listen to our reasoning, we're both correct. Yeah. We both have valid points, and you Absolutely. can go either way. And they're both douche rockets, and they should both burn in hell. Yeah, they're both going to be partners in hell. Absolutely. So do you have any baddies that you thought were, like, just, like, real rubbish baddies? Like, they were just kind of shit? Mm-hmm. Like, who fucking cares? Maybe the Web Planet baddies were really dumb because they were so fucking noisy. Well, they weren't really. I don't think they were the baddies. We gave the big bad to the Web Planet as the like carcinogen, the oh, the right. the the random like spider lady in the middle, the one that was like oh the one that was doing all the shit. That's right. That's the, right. That's right. Dome over the dot. Yeah, I don't really think there was one baddie where I was like mm, because even the crusade, there the was time meddler was baddie. kind of just silly. Except that he was fucking with history. But he was still just silly. Yeah, I don't... Mm, yeah, no. I don't, I don't think I have one this episode. This, this that was just that a was really like, rubbish yeah, baddie. No, they were all they, just they kind all of... all had... Fiber uh, up. Yeah. Fiber above, right? They, they all had some yeah. sort of stake in the baddie scale. Mm-hmm. That I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, same. Everything for me, even on the worst stories, the baddies were still at least... Either problematic, trying to, you know, even the time meddler who was silly, he was still trying to change history mm-hmm. and a very um, poignant moment in history that if you change that shit, I'm not saying everything would be better or worse, but it would be vastly very different. different yeah. And none of us can say if that would be good or bad. And I'm just really, you know, I just think that if you're going to go in and try and change history, you're probably not like the best person. Mm-hmm. So 
what's your score for baddies for the season? Mm, I want to say they were all kind of, except for the scientist, I want to say they were all kind of a middle of the road, six or seven. You have to pick one. Six, one, five. You've been doing this for two seasons, you know. Six, six one, five. five. Yeah. I feel like the scientist baddie was the outlier. Yeah. This. Same. I think the scientists and the capitalists were definitely outliers at the 10. Mm-hmm. But even including them, obviously, they're our best. Mm-hmm. No one came close. Mm-hmm. But for you, the worst was the monk in the time meddler at a four because he just wasn't very threatening. Yeah. He was just kind of silly. For me, it was King Richard from the Crusade. And that's because the actual King Richard, like – like raised and pillaged and raped his way through the Middle East to try and claim something that like he really didn't have any right to claim and mm-hmm. pretended like it was all for like religious justification when like if he had just stayed in fucking England and like minded his own business like it a been lot fine. of like the world would have been <laughs> a lot better and he probably killed a lot more people than he saved in his like religious justification and like he can like fuck himself mm-hmm. so I gave him a 7 Great. Uh, but your average was a 7.4 my average was an 8.2. You gave a 6.5 as compared to a 7.4. So like roughly similar. About a point off. About um, the same. I gave a 9 when my average was an 8.2. But I thought that the baddies this season were kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like the Daleks. You had the Time Meddler who was fun. You know, you had King Richard who even if he wasn't necessarily like they tried to like make him like a kind of a good guy in the show even though he was a douche rocket Mm -hmm. you know he was kind of on this like colonization bullshit he was on this like raise the middle east let's make everybody white christians so everybody this season was kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. and kind of scary so i feel like a nine is like not out of the park not out of like left field which is going to bring us to our ninth and last whiskey. Oh, shit. Okay. This is it, Jen. Are you ready? Yes. I like these glasses. I don't even know. Yeah, these are. I got these um, before I moved in because Carbuck was having a Dia de la Frida. Dia de la Frida. Mm-hmm. Frida is <laughs> a hero of the world. That's Other one. not Frida. That is not. That is no, not. Frida is the one. No, it is. This is a nine. This was eight. Just kidding. <laughs> Cheers. I don't know what it is, but I give it a seven. The end. Are we and one? scene. No. It's it's good. It's got something there, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm honestly looking back at the list and I think we got them all, but we Yeah, I don't I'm sorry. I can't tell. Ah. I gave it a 7 as well. 7. Yeah. No idea. IDK. I is this the one? Okay. <laughs> Watch this be the Ben Milo. <gasps> wow. I never f- figured out which one was Ben Milo and I, I gave everybody a shit score other than what I hope was Harris County. So can we see what our results are? Not yet. First, we have to talk about the story. Okay. We had a pretty crazy second season. Mm -hmm. And I would argue a pretty 
fun second season. Mm -hmm. Do you have any favorite episodes? Mm, the romance was good for the historical context. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I could definitely uh, go without the sexual assault, but um, sure. Romans were great. Um, I also enjoyed the the the, the planet of the giants. Ooh, yes, it reminded me a lot of uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I want to say that the rescue also was kind of a good one for me. The rescue, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, the Romans, anytime you put the Romans in anything, and I'm a kid in a candy shop, I love it. I love everything from the ridiculous portrayal of Nero to let's just put Christians in it for the fucking sake of it, even though the Christians weren't actually a large group at the time. And like, if you really want my commentary on the Christians during the Nero reign, please DM me because I have lots of feelings. I don't have any thoughts. I, I was about I, to say, said, you don't have any thoughts. I have lots and lots of Diana. thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Has thoughts. Um, I don't know. So I love the Romans, but that's because it appealed to the nerd in me and because I know so much about the time period. Um, Planet of Giants is always going to be a standout for me because that discussion between the capitalists and the scientists was so educational for mm-hmm. me. In the Space Museum... Um, because number one, I gave the best synopsis ever for the space museum. And because museums are such an important integral part to how I moved through this world in my young adulthood and how I perceive the world and, and I have a lot of really conflicting emotions about things like museums and aquariums mm-hmm. and how do we educate the public mm-hmm. And at the same time, keep it um, as a as an entertaining portion mm-hmm. because you can't educate without entertaining because people get bored. Yeah. And how museums are the product of intense colonization and either the way to showcase the uh, might of a civilization or to threaten the population that it inhabits. Um, And I think that the Space Museum was a really interesting way of looking at that and really dissects the duality and both the the might and the problematic nature of museums. And um, Britain should return the uh, Rosetta Stone. The end. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was a great – I thought there was a lot of really fantastic stories to to critique and to talk about that elicited interesting conversation. They weren't just fun because the rest of the stories other than the web planet and the crusade, which were absolute shit, the rest of them were really fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good season. Mm. So on average, what do you – what do you think of story-wise – the uh, stories that we got. I'll give it a 7.5. I, I give feel it, like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I'll give it an 8. Mm-hmm. Um, the If we hadn't had things like the Web Planet and the Crusade, which to this day, we've joked this whole season as I've been editing, I still don't remember recording the Crusade. No. I barely remember watching the Crusade. Um, I even edited the Crusade and I still don't know what we talked about. So 
the crusade really brings the score down. So considering in the fucking Zarbi were the worst. They were the fucking worst. So the, considering that you are in memory giving it a 7.5 and I'm giving it an 8 really says honestly a lot about this season mm-hmm. and that it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definitely some that I'd skip if mm-hmm. I were to do a rewatch again mm-hmm. uh, on reflection, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so your favorite episode statistically was the Planet of Giants at a nine. Mm-hmm. But that was a real great episode. Mm-hmm. It was. Mine was the Planet of Giants, the Romans, and the Space Museum at a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Those might be my highest ranking episodes, I think. Oh. But your worst is the Web Planet at a four. Which makes your average a 6.8 mm-hmm. as compared to your score at a 7.5. Mm-hmm. So kind of similar. Pretty similar. Kind of, yeah. Now, my worst <laughs> was the Crusade at a 1 and the yeah. Web Planet at a 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, re- considering that I had some of the highest scores for my high scoring episodes and really the worst scores we've had for my lowest scoring. Yeah. It brings my average to a 6.6. Okay. But on reflection, I gave the whole series as a whole for the stories an eight. And I really think that's because the stories were fun. They were. Even on things like The Chase, which, you know, didn't show up in either of our best or worst, you had this really crazy, like, we're going to go to the desert, and then we're going to go to the Mary Celeste, and then we're going to go to the, you know, haunted house that the doctor thinks is in some human's brain. And then we're going to go to this other planet that has all these miniatures and these new aliens, and we're going to introduce Steve. It was just so much fun. It was an adventure this time instead of, let me teach you a thing or two, small mm-hmm. young children. Yep. Yep. So it was more fun. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that we're sitting at a solid 7.5 and 8 for the stories. Agreed. Agreed. So the last thing, right before we get into the whiskey reveal, is which were our neat stories? These are going to carry over into the next season. It's going to be really important as we come down the road. But the stories that we ranked neat were the Planet of Giants, the Dalek Invasion of Earth, Mm -hmm. the Romans, the Space Museum. Makes sense. The Chase and the Time Meddler. Mm-hmm. The only ones that got a big old fat knot were the Rescue, the Web Planet, and the Crusade. And I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Which, given that we had so many neat stories, you know, great episode, great season. Great season. This was such a fun so season. So far, so good. I really enjoyed season two. Better than Jen. season one. Absolutely Way better, better than season one. We're settling into Makes our feels. Makes me want to stick around. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Because I couldn't do this by myself. Like, quite a, a lot. Can you imagine me being like, oh my God, this whiskey is so good. What do you think, Diana? Oh my God, it's so good. What do you think, <laughs> Diana? Diana? You oh, think? Diana, it's so good. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Um, so guys, we're going to take a small break. Y'all won't notice it. It'll be a quick cut. While we rank up our whiskey scores, figure out which whiskey was actually what, find out how shit Diana's palate is, and we'll, we'll see be back. Set. Bye. Me. All right. So are you ready, Jen? To yeah. find out if you have a shit palate or if Tell I have me. a shit palate? Let's see. 
Guess what? We might both have a shit palette. No, I definitely have a shit palette. <laughs> I only guessed like three of them and the rest of them. I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's a whiskey. It's a whiskey. <laughs> Let's see. So, number one was our Jacob Weldon. Obviously, you knew what it Uh, was because it's very strongly pecan. You can smell it. I couldn't have it, but I trust you. You thought it was an 6.8 because... hmm. Too sweet. Yeah. Because it was just a little bit too sweet. Um, I had one of our bourbons from last season. I gave it an 8 because it was super yum. Mm -hmm. But... You were right because pecan is really uh, obvious. So you get that one right. I don't count because I never do. It's fine. Number two, you thought was Ben Milam. I said, I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. But I gave it an eight. You gave it an 8.5. You gave it a seven. It was actually Andalusia. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Did we? That was our last episode. Uh, so okay. it hasn't posted yet and that's what you get for looking at the Spotify playlist yeah that's what I get Fuck, okay ding 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 okay. but 8.5 and a 7 we still really liked it it was that light yeah it's a light one right no yeah not as light not as light but it's a lighter one I mean look nothing's gonna be as light as the fucking Texas whatever the fuck yeah, it is that's true. that one okay. looks like that Chardonnay that one I'm a little hard about yeah. because I've been drinking a little bit of the Andalusia and it's just not okay alright um, but you know 8.57 that's the beautiful the true test is what did we get from three look before we get to three I'm just gonna throw out there that before we get to three Andalusia is our highest score yeah Three, I'm going to throw out of the running because it's amazing and a godsend and what we would do without it. Of course, it's Thank Harris God. County. Thank the fucking Lord. So we know what we're I know tasting. I got my uh, yellow rose. We love yellow rose. Top. We stand yellow rose. Thank Jesus. you, guys. At least I know I have that down. Sunning yay. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. You know. gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. You gave it an eight. It's an Andalusia. The Andalusia was two. Andalusia. I said it was Andalusia. You said it was Andalusia. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who cares when we have Harris County in the house? I gave Harris County a nine. You gave it an eight. Who the fuck cares about everything else? Numero cuatro. We got this one right. Are you sure? Texas Republic. Yeah, absolutely. Texas Republic whiskey. <laughs> the Texas bottle. I gave it a six. You gave it a five. It's a basic yeah. mixer kind of a whiskey. Yeah. It's a good housewarming gift if you've got someone moving into Texas. It's a cute bottle. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. It's just not what you're going to give somebody if they're a whiskey fan. Exactly. Please do not give it to me. Don't. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, number five. I gave it an eight. You gave it a seven and a half. Do you have anything in your notes about what you think it was? It was an old, the old umble. You thought it was old umble. Is this the Ben, whatever, the Ben Milam? It was boiled chicken. What? Yes. Rebecca Creek? It was Rebecca Creek. <gasps> it was Rebecca Creek. Oh my God. And here, guys, we find the value of a blind flight. Because I gave it an eight and you gave it a seven point fucking five. Wow. Also, we've had four other whiskeys before, so I wanted to say that might have been a little bit of a fluke, but okay. I look, it could be a fluke all you want. 
But yeah. those are still really high scores for boiled chicken. Okay. What's number six? Number six. Um, I gave it a five. Gave you gave it a 6.9. 6. Did you have a, did you write down what your still guess was? Austin. Still, I have still for you. I have spiral. Um, I mentioned that it would be great for a cocktail, but I didn't put a guess because I have no palate. So number six was still Austin. Yeah, yeah, Jen, you're pretty yeah, good yeah, unless yeah, you're talking about boiled chicken. And then, yeah, apparently and then, yeah. I don't know what the taste of boiled chicken is. Um, now, number seven. Nope. Yeah, seven. Four, five, seven, six, seven, seven. Seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So number seven. Again, I put no guess. I just put that I thought it was a seven. What did you put? Spiral. You thought it was a spiral and you put it as a five. five. Yeah. Was that? Do you know what it was? That Was that the fucking It ben was the spiral. Oh, it was? Oh, It was God. spiral. <gasps> It is one of our lower scores. And I remember when I first had the spiral, I was ranking it as an eight and I brought it down to like a 6.5 or a seven after like time. So again, it's not like a necessarily a bad one. Mm -hmm. It's just um, led by a gimmick. Mm, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll sit back into the like I think that the spiral inside the bottle is a gimmick because who the fuck is going to let that sit in a bottle for like two years when it's brand new and let that spiral age the whiskey. Like mm -hmm. that's fine if you really want to do that, but also you could just put it in a cocktail and drink it. Uh, number eight. I said it was Repetitive Creek. That's not wrong. Is that Boiled Ben chicken? Milam? It is. You mm -hmm. had it as a six. I had it as a 6.5. I, I had them reversed. Yeah. We did not like this one on the blind taste test. Mm -mm -mm. Um, we liked it a lot. On the episode. On the first one, yeah. We sure did. Um, this will have to be one in the future that we try again. Because I've tried it since then, in between now and then. And I liked it a lot. So I don't... I don't... I don't know what to tell you listeners. So um, there is a really good chance that Next because... <laughs> so... We're amateurs. We'll, we'll order some like, Vietnamese coffee and we'll drink that. Which we, um, so it was brought up by our beautiful production team. That's a producer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she is definitely the best producer that you could ever have. Mm -hmm. Brought up the fact that we're really just going back to back on these and we're not actually like cleansing our palate. Which you should probably do because you know we're fucking professionals. <laughs> we're not professionals in any way, shape, or form. We are not being paid yet. yet. <laughs> Hashtag sponsors. <laughs> Hashtag uh, save us from our jobs. <laughs> and oh Jesus Christ, please! So we went from the worst whiskey of the season to one of the to best. an award-winning whiskey from the season, <laughs> and we and hated it, it. And then maybe that carried over a little bit because I've tried it in between. Then this has been one of the pours that I've had in the middle, and I really have liked it. It was a really refreshing, beautiful whiskey, uh, but we. Did not like it on this blind taste. I gave it a 6.5 and you gave it a 6. And you bitch thought it was boiled chicken. I really did. You did. I thought it was Rebecca Creek. I literally tasted it and I was like, mm, Rebecca Creek. I mean, you said Rebecca Creek and I said Spiral, which is arguably, <laughs> other than 1835, the two worst whiskeys that we've had. That we like just responded poorly to. Um, so there is a very good chance that I might cycle the Ben Milam back in just Let's because see. the the change in our initial score 
versus this blind test is pretty wide. So there's every chance that next season we might have a couple of whiskeys that had big jumps between their initial scores and their blind tastes Mm -hmm. just to see what the fucking deal is is as we get better at this. Now, that that brings us to our last one. We both said IDK, IDK, bitch. You gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. It was Old Umble. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I've been drinking a lot of Old Umble this month. And I'm pretty sad I gave it a seven because, honestly, Old Umble has been what I've been reaching for as I've been pulling off my whiskey shelf, uh, off of our whiskey shelf. I've really enjoyed Old Umble as I've been drinking it. Interesting. Like, literally the last three or four times... I've imme- I've immediately reached for the old umble, but to be fair, it's because I wanted to save Harris County because mm-hmm. you know what I've been reaching for that. Mm-hmm. But old umble was my second pick. Interesting. So I'm surprised that it was a seven, but it could just be that I was going for like a whiskey. Okay, so I guess the last question of the season was season two neat or not. Definitely neat. It was a neat season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked it. There were some episodes that I could have done without, but Mm -hmm. besides that, pretty good. I enjoyed it. You know, I think the fact that I'm going to have a hard time believing that there will be another episode that will go down quite like The Scientist versus The Capitalist. Mm -hmm. And... Just that episode with how much it changed my perspective on this show and even like the world around me, mm-hmm. it was such an important episode for me mm-hmm. and therefore an important season for me mm-hmm. because I don't think that Doctor Who intended to have such a poignant episode, but we're looking at, a, at an episode that really the storyline was looking at environmentalism and how does capitalism play into how do we protect the crops as an economic source that's Mm -hmm. very fucking important Mm -hmm. but also balance out the environmentalism that is going to make it so that future generations have a space to live Mm -hmm. and that both are equally as important because we have to live now to have future generations but if we do not preserve this planet future generations cannot survive Mm -hmm. And what a fascinating episode to kind of put all of that into something that I don't necessarily think that there was, Mm -hmm. that was their initial intention. And I think it's one of the blessings of being able to look back on these episodes Mm -hmm. and see with hindsight what they unintentionally stumbled on, kind of like the space museum. You know, it's, this is the, uh, ending of the British Empire and museums are uh, a cultural landscape that are important that are necessary for continued education and Mm -hmm. something that I love to the bottom of my heart but are also deeply problematic Um, you know you go into any Egyptian exhibit and 90% of what is there is technically stolen Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you go into any exhibit that 
more than likely, if you go into your local museum, it's going to be labeled as Indians Mm -hmm. are actually the First Nations of North and South America Mm -hmm. because they are nations. They were established. Not Indians because Columbus thought he went to India. Yeah. AKA fuck Christopher Columbus. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything about him is wrong. But most museums that you are going to go to are going to have mostly stolen goods. And not only should those things be returned, but they are products of colonization. Yeah. And and I remember mentioning in the first episode that it was fascinating. Just, just do it. <laughs> that it was fascinating that that episode's big bad was these were these colonialist bureaucrats. Mm-hmm which were written into existence by the product of the big bad colonial bureaucrats. Mm. And then it was this really interesting cycle of like, I don't necessarily know that the people that were writing it were under, were totally understanding that they were writing about the things that created them. Yeah. Not necessarily themselves, but the, but they were the product that, that were created by the system, Mm -hmm. you know, and so much of today's content in America, in the world that we live in, is critiquing the system that created us mm-hmm. without being fully aware that we are products of that system and that we benefit from that system. And I think the Space Museum is a way of looking back and recognizing that microcosm. And so I think the Space Museum is really fascinating mm-hmm. in that sense. And we'll be totally honest, I would love to do a further deep dive yeah, into, into that, that as, yeah. a, as a really deep dive instead of um, in our format and really go beat by beat, mm-hmm. uh, minute by minute, because there's so much there that I really didn't get to unpack um, as a former academic and um, employee of a museum. Um, so this epi- the season was really fascinating in all of the ways that they never intended. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a neat, it's a definitely a neat season. Yeah. Super fun. It. Do you have any um, hopes, dreams, goals, fears for season three? Um, oh my God, we're going to do season three. Know, season three. Hopes, dreams, and goals. Not necessarily. I'm I'm still kind of just in the mode of waiting because we're still in like 1960s mm-hmm. London or England. I'm UK, Britain, UK. Yeah, I'm more interested in seeing what develops mm-hmm. in terms of character because I don't think I'm going to get what I want out of historical stories or just sure um, portrayal of. I think mostly women mm. the way that I would want. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited to see the development of any sort of storyline that involves non-white people. <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen yeah, for a don't, little while. Don't hold your breath. Um, you so would die. I'm going to still be succumbed to whiteness and I'm going to deal with it. And we're just going to see how it goes. And hopefully it's not as terrible. I was going to say trash, but (laughs) 
as trash as some of the last episodes. But um, yeah, I just I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic in terms of what I'm going to get out of the show. I don't hate it. Ooh. I don't hate the doctor. Who knows? Ooh. Season. I mean, the Whoa. second doctor. We'll see. I don't know if we're going to get to the second doctor this season. Maybe Do you fourth? think we will? I don't know. Maybe fourth. I don't know. We're getting to the fourth doctor this season. No, I said fourth season, maybe doctor. Oh, you think um, you're you're kind of so you think we're probably more than likely we're going to be with the first doctor for yeah. the rest of this. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I'm hoping that we continue to see the doctor settle into becoming a character as opposed to a plot device, like we were seeing mm-hmm. in season one. He's continued to grow, becoming the more of an entity in and of himself as opposed to a uh, part of a show. Mm-hmm. Let him be Doctor, the Doctor mm-hmm. of Doctor Who instead of Doctor Who featuring the Doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm fully fascinated to see and continue our adventure with Steven, mm-hmm. to continue our adventure with Vicky, mm-hmm. to see if anybody else enters or exits this season Mm -hmm. and how you love or loathe our companions uh season three should be fun if anybody has any recommendations for whiskey or anything else we should do for this season please we have a nice little treat do we maybe 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 we'll see. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. You have to. We've made you some, have to listen in. We've made. We've some made friends. some friends. <laughs> we've made some good friends. Um, we're really excited about being here and being a part of this community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so thankful for everybody that has reached out and left comments and reviews on iTunes. Uh, that's really the best way to let us know what you think about the show. You can also follow us on Instagram. And directly communicate with probably me, but I promise Jen knows everything. Yeah. Because I immediately text her and stare <laughs> screenshots. Uh, because this is so exciting for us, guys. It's yeah. it's such a cool opportunity for me to get to nerd out. And and Jen's having a lot of fun with it, finally. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for being a part of this adventure. Whether you are here right now as we're recording this, which LOL is only me and Jen, or <laughs> if you are... Uh, joining us through time and space as this has been released uh, to the ether. We're so happy to have you here. And we're so grateful that you listen to our drunk ramblings and enjoy us as much as we enjoy us. Yeah. Uh, We're pretty fucking cute. We're so fucking cute. Don't worry. A photo shoot is coming up. OMG. At some point. We're going to do it. (laughs) We're so cute. We're so smart. And we're so clever. Thank you so much, guys. We really love you. See you in season three. We'll see you in season fucking three. Bye. Bye. It's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod, all underscored on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or 
even better whiskey recommendations, please send them to mediaontherockspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.